Well, hello, and I want to welcome you to the Victory Church Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Horton. I'm here to bring you a short message that's designed to help you become all that God created you to be and to live your life to the fullest. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get into today's message. Well, it's an exciting day to be alive, and I'm so glad to be back with you on our Victory Church Weekly Podcast. Pastor Mitch here, and um, hope you're having a great day. You know, what we do and whether we have a great day or not is generally up to us. We have to choose to uh, to believe the promises of God. And, you know, let me just say this. when I When I was a teenager, I was a pessimist. I looked on the negative side more than the positive side. I saw the cup half empty instead of half full. And when I came to Jesus and found out the promises of God are yes and amen, as Paul said in 2 Corinthians, you know what? Uh, God is for us. He's never against us. And he wants to help us. And if in all these things we're more than conquerors, as it says in Romans 8, 37, then, you know, we're going to make it regardless of what we're facing or what we're going through. Uh, generally, I have a number of uh, problems I'm facing every single day when I get up uh, in ministry, et cetera, et cetera. And you know what? I, I face those things um, with the idea in my mind that, you know, somehow God and I are majority and he's the greater part of the majority because greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Someone's listening today and, I'm, you know, you're struggling. Listen, let me tell you something. God, God is bigger than you ever know and ever imagine, and we need to put our faith and confidence in him. Ephesians 3.20 says he's able to do, listen to this, exceeding abundantly above all we could ask or think. He can do more than we ask. So, you know, have expectations that even though it looks really strange and looks like, you know, this could be bad, whatever you're facing, you know, the Lord's going to help you through this, whatever it is. And I'm talking to someone specifically right now. God wants you to get your chin up off the ground and begin to do what you know to do, even though you don't feel like doing it. When you do, the promises of God, the word of God begins to get it, go into effect in your life because God watches over his word to make it good. You know, I've been living this way a long time, you know, 47 years in September. It's amazing how uh, in the bleakest of times, God comes through. So be encouraged. I've been talking about uh, in the podcast for the last number of weeks, for those that maybe this is the first time you've listened, I've been talking about healing. Uh, healing is available um, with the same sacrifice of Jesus that made um he, uh, salvation available for us. Healing belongs to us, and that's the bottom line. So I've been talking about divine healing and how from, uh, from a biblical perspective we can have the same faith in God to heal our physical bodies that we have in Him to save us from our sin and to make uh, heaven a part of our eternity in the future. So, um, so we've been talking about that in great detail um, so faith receives, I've said this in the past, what? Grace provides. Grace is everything that Jesus did for us in his death, burial, resurrection, and ascension. And so faith receives what he did for us. So uh, we are right in the middle right now of seeking to show the different levels of faith. So I've spent, if this is your first time again, I've spent a number of podcasts laying the foundation of it being the will of God for us to be healed, showing healing in the atonement of Christ, showing the healing covenant. Um, and so we're really going to the bare bones of 
how to believe God to receive healing since the Bible says it belongs to us, and that is by faith. So, um, so we're seeking to show the different levels of faith. So here's a question I've started out with on the past several podcasts. Where is your faith? The New Testament talks about different kinds of faith. Faith receives what grace provides. So what kind of faith do I have? I must ask myself. Great faith, weak faith, strong faith, little faith, growing faith. See, the New Testament talks about uh, faith in those terms, so you, you could say that faith has different levels to it. So if I've got a gar- big problem but small faith, I'm going to be challenged and I'm going to struggle to receive from the Lord. That's why we want to build our faith up in God, and, and I'm going to show how to do that. An honest assessment is needed if we want to grow in any of life's endeavors, right? So we've got to we, we've got to look at where we are and so we can know where we can go and and how the Lord can help us. So we have talked about the past couple of podcasts. We've talked about uh, great faith, which basically looks at the word, believes God's word, and acts like it is true with no props. There's no feelings. There's nothing but God's word as a basis for what you believe. Um, Great faith believes the word, period. We looked at that in great detail and, and then there, we, we also took the time we talked about last time, weak faith. And we looked at Romans chapter 4. Abraham was not weak in faith, um, the Bible says there in Romans 4. What did he do? It, it, what, what, he looked at his body. He looked at Sarah's body and looked beyond the physical to the promises of God. Weak faith only looks at the circumstance, only considers the feeling. It only considers the thoughts. It only considers the obstacle. It only looks at what is. It's stuck in the present with no hope of change. What am I going to do? So again, if you're there, I want to encourage you. You can change. You can move from weak faith that looks at circumstances to great faith, or you can move from weak faith to strong faith. And and that's what we'll talk about today. Today, I want to get right into the weeds of this, and let's talk about what strong faith does. We've looked at great faith. We looked at weak faith. Today, let's look at strong faith, going back to uh, Abraham's faith in Romans chapter 4. It says in verse 20, he, Abraham, did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened, or the King James Version literally says, strong in faith, giving glory to God. So let's read it that way. He did not, Abraham did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God and being fully convinced that what he, God, had promised, he was able also to perform. So obviously, what does strong faith do? Just like Just like great faith, it looks past the problem, and strong faith looks at the promises of God in the light of what it's facing. It doesn't ignore symptoms, doesn't ignore problems, but it looks beyond the problem to the promise of God. Strong faith praises God before the manifestation of what? It is believing, shows up, the symptoms still raise. The symptoms may get worse. There is no... no, um, there is no, no um, a, a physical thing that says anything's changed. And see, that's what Abraham and, and Sarah did. They had no child, yet they believed for 25 years. 
They got older. Their bodies got older. And the aging process was there. But God still said, you're going to have a child. <clears throat> they had to be willing. Abraham had to be willing to look past the physical and look at what God promised. And God gave them a child. I often have people, uh, this just comes to my mind. I often have people come up to me and say, Pastor, I want you to pray for me that I'll have a good doctor's report. Well, you know what I think about that? Listen, listen. And, and you know, I appreciate people wanting prayer, and I'm not discounting the fact that we should pray for each other, but I'm just making a point here. If you're waiting on a doctor's report to show you that everything's okay, you're, you got your focus on the wrong thing. You know what? Regardless of what the doctor says, he may give you an absolutely abysmal report, a terrible report. He may say all the things you don't want to hear. Does that negate the word of God? Does that keep God from honoring his word if you choose to believe it? So, you know, if you're struggling with something and maybe you've gone to the doctor and he said X, Y, Z, and it ain't good. <laughs> you know what? Look beyond what he said. See what he said. Hear what he said. But look past it to the promises of God and start believing what God says about your body regardless of what the physical symptoms say and regardless of what the doctor says. Now, I'm not saying discount what he said. I'm say, not saying not take medication, do all of these he's saying, but look beyond that to the promises of God. See, faith is occupied with God. Faith is occupied with God's word, not with the symptoms, not with the circumstances. Faith's not occupied with Googling to find out what the symptoms are and what everybody's doing. No, no, no. Faith looks to the word, not to the internet, right? So again... Uh, Abraham and Sarah, even when they did not see a child, see, they believed God's word, and they praised God for the child that had not yet been born. See, again, strong faith is occupied with what God says, not what it feels. Let me say it again. Strong faith is occupied with what God says, not by what it feels like, okay? Uh, strong faith is so convinced of what God says, that it goes another step and praises God for what he promised before it ever shows up. Now, that is awesome. Let me say it again. Strong faith is so convinced of what God says that it praises God for what he promised before it shows up. See, faith, you can praise God by faith. Words come from our heart. And words are conveyors of faith. Praise comes from our heart. And the words of praise and worship from our hearts, they can convey faith towards God for the healing of our body. Psalm 106, 12, this is New King James translation, says this, Then they believed his word, they sang his praise. I love that. You see, strong faith will praise God before the healing manifests because it's not looking at the symptoms and circumstances. Strong faith is occupied with God's promises. See, and that's it. So strong faith for healing will praise God before there's any physical changes whatsoever. Strong faith for healing is occupied with the word about healing. It's not occupied with the doctor's report. It doesn't ignore the doctor's report. It doesn't ignore the practical side, but it looks beyond it to the promises of God. Strong faith praises God while the symptoms are raging. They may get worse. Faith doesn't move because faith because God's word doesn't change. Right? That's the way it works. Let me 
Let me give you a really a, a, a simple illustration here. This is many years ago, and I, you know, I have a certain strange way about me. I remember dates really well, and usually, if you do that, uh, you correspond an event or something that happened with a particular date. And so, I just happened to know that this was the first. Um, the first Wednesday of March, 1985, yeah, way back in the 80s, I was in my 20s, and this was actually, you can look it up on the calendar, it was, uh, it was Wednesday, March the 6th, 1985. I was living in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I was um, a personal ministry director for the, for, for the church that I worked at, and I did all of the counseling for the pastor, and generally, I had a really heavy schedule. I had... Um, I had dozens and dozens of people that I had to train for ministry and, uh, and also had a heavy schedule of personal ministry where people made appointments to come and see me. Um, and, uh, and so I was just always really, really, really busy. It was a huge church. And, and that's how I cut my teeth in ministry, being really busy doing that. So anyway, I had a full schedule. And that Wednesday, March the 6th, 1985, I had a full schedule and... Um, when I got up that day, y'all, I felt, I, I can't describe how bad I felt. It was a, the worst case of the flu to date at that time that I had ever had. And, I, you know, I'm just the kind of person, I'm bullheaded. I'll just work through, you know, my discomforts or whatever and, and hardly ever take a sick day or ever, ever. But this day, it was so bad, I could hardly move. I had a big fever, and I, could, I was congested. I could hardly Oh, my goodness, it was just terrible. So I called my secretary and said, I'm not coming in. I believe in God. So I was in the bed, and uh, it was early in the morning. And, you know, here's what I had a habit of doing, and this is a really good habit. I had it because at, at the time I had a cassette tape player, and I had it uh, sitting on the, on the um, you know, I had a little uh, table by my bed. And I had it sitting on the table, and uh, and healing scriptures were playing. I think Kenneth Hagin had recently and uh, a couple of years prior to that come out with a, a healing scriptures cassette. I had that and I was just listening to those scriptures as he recited them on the cassette tape and all of them had to do with health, healing, and uh, for the physical body. And so I was just listening. Why was I doing that? Because faith comes by hearing God's word. And you know, if you're fighting a faith battle, don't go to the internet, don't go to Google and look at symptoms. No, no, go to the word of God and keep your feeding your faith. Feed your faith and starve your doubts, right? <laughs> so, so you know, you got all these negative circumstances for me then, and my body felt horrible. I, had a, I felt like I ached all over. You know, I had no energy. I felt no strength. So I was listening to the word. That's a good thing to do. So again, uh, while I was laying on the bed, while I was getting, laying on the bed um, and listening to the scriptures in um, 1985, uh, Susan and I had, Jonathan was a little baby at the time, and he had been born like, like six months earlier, so he was little, so Susan was taking care of him. I'm in the bedroom. And I'm laying there listening to those, um, those cassette, uh, healing scriptures on the cassette. And uh, the Lord spoke to me. And it was a little startling to me because I really felt bad. And I heard this, if you believe you're healed, get up and praise me. Again, he said, the Lord said, if you, if you believe you're healed, get up and praise me. Now, now, let me say something about faith. Faith doing nothing receives nothing. Faith is an action Faith is a verb. You've got to 
You've got to do something to express faith in some way. And I knew those things, but I felt so bad. I was just laying in bed. And the Lord said, if you, if you believe you're healed, get up and praise me. So um, I said, wow. Um, got out of bed. And, uh, you know, uh, that was actually we had, uh, we were living in our first house, and uh, it was just really something. Anyway, so, so I'm, I'm in the house, and I'm walking around the bed. And, and I begin just to get, I got up and just begin to worship the Lord. And I just continued to worship the Lord. I just continued to worship the Lord. And uh, I, I walked from one side of the bed down to the foot of the bed, turned, went to the other side of the bed and walked back up to where the wall was. And I just kept making a U around my bed. And I was worshiping and praising God. And, 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 and I did that for some minutes because, again, then by, they believed his word. They sang his praise, and so I did that for about 10 minutes. I didn't feel like walking. I didn't feel like praising, but I lifted my hands. I just began to worship the Lord. I had cut the cassette tape player off, and I was just worshiping God. Praise God. Bless you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for healing my body, that, because I had already prayed and asked God to heal me. And, uh, you know, you do the Mark 11, 23, and 24 thing. Whoever says to the mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea, and doesn't doubt in his heart, but believes what he says will come to pass, he'll have what he says. Therefore, I say to you, what, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe you receive them, you'll have them. Well, I was doing that. I'd already prayed. So the Lord said, get up and praise me. So I was just worshiping the Lord and praising God. And I probably did that, I don't know, 10 minutes uh, at tops 15 but I did it for what seemed like a long time to me uh, in the state I was in, you know, infirmed and, and hurting from, from having a fever and then congested from the flu and all that. And, um, oh, my goodness, I, I did it, and I felt nothing to start with. But you know what? As I continued and, and my heart began to act and react with the Word of God, and, and I really began, I was just worshiping God and just praising Him and thanking Him for healing me. I just kept over and over, Lord, Thank you for healing me. Thank you for raising me up well. Thank you for honoring your word. Thank you for being faithful to the covenant of healing that we have. Thank you that Jesus took my infirmities and bare my sicknesses. Thank you that with his stripes I am healed. Thank you. Thank you so much. Lord, thank you for your promises. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your spirit. Y'all, after, you know, it had to be no more than 10, 15 minutes, something happened. The power of God came on me. And the fever broke. I began to sweat. The fever broke completely. And, and all the symptoms, I'm not making, I mean, they left. The congestion, it just dried up. No, I'm, I mean, I was astounded. And you know what I did? I called my secretary and said, don't cancel my appointments. I'm coming in. I went into work that day, and I was completely well. Now, you know, I remember that from all those years ago. And let me just tell you, it astounded me. I was astounded that God had done what he said he would do and that, and that God had healed my physical body. It was, a stand, it was just, just a, a, a miraculous healing. But it showed me the power of faith. It also showed me uh, the power of praise. And it also showed me the power of acting when you don't feel like acting. And I was a young man at the time, but I've taken that. I thought about that uh, experience many, many times as I've gone against the circumstances of life with my faith in varying ways, whether it's for healing or whether it's for finances or whether it's for some circumstance to change. And I've often thought, my mind's often gone back on that moment when the Lord said, I want you to get up and act like you're healed and praise me. Y'all, it was so astounding to me. And 
uh, it blesses me even to think about it while I'm talking to you about it. So there's power in the Word of God. And again, we've got to act on what we believe. So I want to encourage you, start now to act on the Word and praise God, even while every symptom is raging, uh, because uh, praise can Praise can be faith being released from your heart to God. So again, before you do that, pray. Ask God to heal you. Lay, I've laid my hands on myself before. You know, the Bible says they lay hands on the sick. They recover. I've laid my hands on me and prayed. And, uh, you know, then, but once you see the issue is once you believe you receive, once you believe, um, then you'll, you'll receive and you'll experience healing. Matthew 21, 22, all things, whatever you ask in prayer, believing, you shall receive. I, I pause because that came to my mind a moment. Whatever you desire, believe you receive. And uh, I, once you do that, begin to praise God. Don't forget, you remember Israel at Jericho uh, in, uh, in Joshua chapter 6? God told them to walk around those walls while they were sterile, the walls of Jericho. And God told Joshua, I've given into your hand Jericho and all that's there. And he told them what to do. They had to walk around those walls while the walls were still up. There was no physical change. It looks like they were not going to win the battle. But God said, walk around, walk around the walls. They did it once a day for six days, seventh day. They walked and walked and walked and walked around the walls and praised God, worshiped God, and the walls of Jericho fell down. Now you see... That's just the way, that's a great anecdote to, to us today when it looks like things aren't growing, going great. It looks like nothing's happening. Worship God, praise God, because they believed his word, Psalm 106, 12, and then they sang his praises. Don't forget, remember Second Chronicles 20? And uh, the uh, enemy were surrounding Israel, and, and, and they didn't know what to do. Jehoshaphat was king, and, and uh, he called everybody together, and and uh, he praised God. And then a prophet spoke from among the people. And the prophet said, you won't need to fight this battle. The Lord's going to fight this battle for you. Stand still and see the foundation, the salvation of the Lord. And the Lord told them to put the praisers out in front of the battle, in front of the warriors. And, and they were to march into battle, you know, for the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. They worshiped and said that over and over and over again. And God defeated their enemies for them. So see... See, there's just something about praising God that, that ignites the faith that we have in his word. Praising God while the symptoms are raging can show strong faith. And my friends, strong faith gets results. I don't know what you're facing today. My encouragement is, first of all, get in the word. See, that's my first recourse. I get into the word of God, even though I know it. And some of these scriptures, you know, as fast, in fact, I can think the scriptures quicker than I can talk them. So, and that's how much I'm familiar, but because over 40-something years, come on, you kind of know it fairly well, right? But I've worked on this and worked on this. When I was a young man, I was very studious just to, you know, keep scriptures with me and memorize scriptures on healing. And I've done that, and that has done me a wealth of good. If you've not done that yet and you're fighting a faith battle for the, for the healing of your physical body, listen, you'll do yourself a great service to memorize scripture on healing and let them be with you at all times. I woke up last night and I began to meditate on healing scriptures. I frequently do that because they'll, let me say it again, there'll never be a time in my life that I don't need faith in God for healing for me or for someone else. And you know what? <laughs> it just works so well. So I want to encourage you, keep, keep, build your faith up in the word and then 
once you've built your faith up in the word, pray. Don't pray first and then get in the word. Get in the word, and then you can sense when your faith is, is rising. Then pray and ask God to heal you and believe you receive your healing. And then, and then one way to manifest faith, to exercise faith, and to show your faith is to praise God. If you do it, you'll be amazed. Healing will be forthcoming. Father, I pray for all of us today that the Word of God would have tremendous effect in us and that we'll not just hear but put into practice what we hear. In the name of Jesus, I pray for those that are listening who have challenges in their physical body. Let the faith that they have be exercised by them. And Lord, may they be able to believe that they receive healing um, by the power of God. And then Lord, thank you for moving them to show their faith by worshiping and praising God. Thank you that we can have strong faith in Jesus' name. Well, I hope you have a great day. Looking forward to talking to you next time. God bless you. Thanks for listening to the Victory Church Weekly Podcast. I hope you're able to get something out of the message today. Before you leave, please make sure uh, that you subscribe and leave a review on whatever platform that you're listening from. Doing this goes a long way in helping us reach a wider audience. Lastly, if you want to reach out with questions, concerns, prayer requests, or comments about today's content, you can email me at pastor at victorychurchraleigh.com. I would love to hear from you. Now go out there and be all that God created you to be today. God bless you.